What's up, my island people? Welcome to the Dear Caribbean Parents 2.0 podcast, a podcast that exists to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of Caribbean parenting. I am your host, O.R. Bobal Silvinci Girls. Welcome, welcome to episode one of our podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing the idea that says big people don't tell lies. So let me reintroduce myself one more time. Um, I was born and raised in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Currently, I'm living here in the United States. I am a three-time author. I am a speaker. I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I have a love and a passion for children ever since I was a child myself. And this is where this idea of Caribbean parenting came to mind. I came over to the U.S. to study education. And in my studies, I learned about the different ways children cope, the way how they think and understand the world around them. And the idea for this podcast came to me about four years ago. But I didn't feel adequate enough, uh, I can say, you know, to address this topic. And I told myself, because I wasn't a parent, I can't give anyone, you know, the adequate idea, you know, on how to parent their children better. And this also comes from Caribbean upbringing, believe it or not, where Caribbean people will tell you, oh, you're not a mother, so you don't know what it feels like to be a parent. And when you have your own children, then you will understand. And this idea to me is so, um, it's a toxic idea because not every parent knows how to parent a child. And sometimes people looking in from the outside have um, views on how you, a parent can better handle a situation and they are not a parent themselves. It, it comes to mind with understanding the way how people think and the way how people process information. So the idea that says someone has to have a child in order to be a parent, um, to give a parent advice is false and is faulty. And it's something that in the Black and Caribbean region that we need to basically squash because when the idea of having a village to raise a child was around back in our in the, our parents and our grandparents days whether the parent that whether that person had a child under was what's not a determining factor on what that person can give that child advice so i don't know where it, we, we have this idea all of a sudden that you have to be an actual parent to give someone advice. Well, I digress, so <laughs> we're going to get into today's episode. While I'm not an expert in the parenting field, because I, like I said, I'm not a parent, I do understand the way how children think and the way how and the way how they process information according to the world around them. And especially when it comes to the people, the adults in their lives, children process information by looking at the adults in their lives. So I will be combining my childhood experiences with the knowledge of I have gained throughout the years by education about the mind of children and how to process information in an attempt to help parents break the cycle of conditioned parenting and which conditioned parenting is where conditioned parenting is basically where you 
you do the things that you saw your parents did before without even asking questions about why they did it that way. Uh, we have a lot of that in the Caribbean. There's, in the podcast, there's a segment that I call Breaking the Cycle. Stop, look, and listen. In this segment in the podcast, we will discuss about the different tools that could be implemented into parenting styles to foster a better relationship with your children as well as giving them the tools set that they will need for their adulthood one day. So the idea that says big people don't tell lies is very popular in St. Vincent and the Grenadines and also the Caribbean regions. Some may see it differently, but for the most part, it implies that adults are always truthful when it comes to children. And therefore, everything an adult says must be believed. In preparation for today's episode, I questioned a few of the little people in my life, you know, ages 15 to 21, and they gave me their, their thoughts on big people not telling lies on children. And they sent me some memes, and these memes were so funny, but it conveyed their thoughts on this very topic. The the memes conveyed the idea that, you know, they don't believe what parents say at times, but because they are living in their parents' household, they, they respect them. But they know majority of times, a lot of times, parents are telling lies and they are also teaching them themselves to tell lies. You know, in Caribbean households, you can't tell a parent that they are doing something wrong. You want to get a kick, a stamp on the box? No, you you keep your mouth shut and you hope to to survive your teenage years into adulthood and hopefully you don't repeat the same patterns of your parents. Unfortunately, as much as we have well-intentioned meanings, some of us still repeat the patterns that we saw in childhood. And it takes a lot of practice and a lot of self-work in order to basically cast aside these these wrong views on how we see the world at times so that we don't repeat the patterns. But automatically, at times, we do repeat these patterns without even thinking until we come to an self-awareness about these things. I can vividly remember a story that my mom told me about this same thing about big people not, not telling lies. Her brother was punished for something that, that the neighbor said about him. Apparently, the neighbor thought he saw him doing something that he wasn't supposed to do, and he told my grandfather about it. My grandfather came home without even asking any questions. He just started punishing uh, my uncle. And my grandmother interjected and she said, why are you beating the child without even asking him a question? And that's where my grandfather now begins to relay the story of what uh, the neighbor said to him. And my uncle was perplexed and he said, it wasn't me, I wasn't even there. And my grandpa's grandfather's uh, response was, big people don't tell, like, why would Mr. Clark lie on you for no reason? If you wasn't there, your name wouldn't be called. And there's this idea that says whatever an adult says about a child is automatically the truth. And children grow up with this idea that says, if an adult calls me stupid, then therefore, 
I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I'm not worth anything. If not an adult says I'm ugly, children grow they grow up feeling this really and they have low self-esteem because of things that adults say to them at times. And sometimes these adults could be saying these things in um in fun. I can remember, you know, growing up in my family, I always felt this way. Like the things that my family that they would take for jokes, it wasn't funny to me. What can I do? I can't say anything because you will be ridiculed even more for being too sensitive. Yes, I was a sensitive child. There are many children in the Caribbean who are just like this. They are so sensitive, but you know, they have to learn to develop a thick skin. And that's what I had to learn. I had to learn to develop a thick skin. Even though something is wrong and I didn't feel good about it, I can't complain about it. They're going to heckle me even more. And then I'm going I'm gonna dead and feel even more low about myself per se. So many children in the Caribbean, we learn to develop a thick skin. So it, even though things bothered us, we know how to let it flow off of our backs per se. I saw this Caribbean mother, and I'm not going to name the island where she's from. I saw this mother and child walking the streets of Brooklyn, and the mother was literally dragging the child on the street, and the child was screaming and yelling at the top of his voice, Mommy, I didn't curse. Mommy, I didn't curse. And the mother's response was, you guessed it, why would your teacher lie on you and say that you curse? Again, it carries the idea that big people don't tell lies. Sometimes adults are mistaken. Sometimes they hear or they see something that a child does. And it's not actually what they think the child is doing. They, they make a mistake. And instead of saying, oh, I made a mistake, they cover up their mistake. But yet that child is punished for a mistake that an adult made and never, never Never, never apologize for. Apologies are not a thing in the Caribbean. Parents do whatever they will want and they don't ever feel the need to apologize to their children when they are wrong for whatever the reason. And so children learn the same toxic behavior and they grow up and they do the same thing to their children and nobody ever apologizes for anything. And we have a bunch of adults walking around knowing they're wrong but not feeling the need to apologize. That's our Caribbean upbringing a lot of times. Some homes taught their children to do the right thing, to apologize to when they are wrong. Some parents model good emotional skills to their children, but majority of the Caribbean region, we want models good emotional coping skills. We want that. And so we repeat the pattern. Or we grow up and we come out of the culture and we see a different way of doing things and so we learn to lay down the the Caribbean the bad side of Caribbean parenting and pick up the good side because not everything about our Caribbean parents was bad and we had some good parenting techniques as well but we're discussing today the bad side where children are not heard when it comes especially when it comes to an adult telling a lie upon a child children are not heard and their voices are 
being squashed. Why when we don't give children the space to defend themselves, uh, to talk about a situation that happens, children learn one, their feelings and thoughts aren't valid. Two, they learn whatever an adult says is more important. Three, they learn to keep secrets because no one will believe them. Four, they learn lying can get them whatever they want. Five, they no longer see their parents as being a good person. Six, they develop um, rejection of themselves. Seven, they may develop anger issues and self-hatred, low self-esteem, depression, panic attacks, and all these different emotional, uh, mental situations that come uh, one situation snowballs. And number eight, they begin to fantasize about being an adult. I can vividly remember saying, can't wait until I'm 18 and nobody can tell me what to do again. Children develop the idea that 18 is the, is the magic number and when they are 18, that no one can tell them what to do ever again. Which is false because we all know when you enter the adult world, you get a boss. Oh my gosh, that is like, that's worse than a parent <laughs> sometimes. So adulthood is even hard. But, but dreaming of being an adult is how children cope with not being seen and heard because in their mindset only adults are heard so to dream of adulthood until they get to adulthood and realize it's not peaches and cream bills bills and more bills parents must come to the realization that children are little adults in the making what they are taught in their formative days is most likely what they will portray in adulthood if they are taught healthy ways to manage their emotions and given space, then as adults, they will have healthy emotional regulation and give others space to communicate as well. The same is true. If they are modeled on healthy emotional coping skills, they will un exhibit unhealthy emotional outbursts. So whatever they are modeled is what potentially they will model to their children as well until somebody breaks sees a pattern of dysfunction and breaks that pattern. When parenting children, everything matters. The way parents interact or fail to interact with their children teaches their children their sense of worth and it establishes their identity as individuals. Avoiding conversation with your children undermines their ability to communicate on e or even think critically. Prioritizing other adult views over the concerns of your children creates a barrier between you and your children. By the time their teen years roll around, they, they have already formed the idea that says their parents and guardians are not safe spaces to bring their concerns, and so they turn to their friends, and sometimes to adults who present a listening ear, such as a teacher, or a, a random adult that they may come across. Even these authority figures in schools, in churches, that who gave you know your children are listening air sometimes these adults don't have good intention for your children but because your child finds someone who will listen to their frustration about their home life or even life in general 
They don't often see the dangers of manipulation an adult with ulterior motives may present. Listening to your children is an important part of parenting, as it will keep your children safe, but it will also build a strong parent-child relationship where your children are free to communicate their likes and dislikes about any given situation, whether it involves you, the parent, or other adults in their lives, without feeling judged or unvalued. Come to the segment in our podcast where we will stop, look, and listen in order to break the dysfunctional cycle that is associated with the Black or Caribbean period. When we stop, we are taking the time to slow down and remove all the distractions that keep us from seeing the children in our lives. It can be work issues, money issues, romantic um, relationship issues, you know, friendship issues among adults. These can be distractions in your life that prevent you from seeing your children and their situations. When your children come to you, don't dismiss, dismiss them. Make space for them. When you dismiss your children and you don't hear their views, you're unintentionally telling your children that you don't love them, that you don't have time for them. And then these children don't feel valued and they don't, they don't feel a sense of worth in this world. Listen. When we listen, we create opportunities to hear what is happening in the children's lives. We find out the good, the bad, and the ugly. Think of these three words as grace, mercy, and love. Grace is God's unearned faithful to us, his creation. When we as adults stop, we are giving grace by by showing favor to the children in our lives. Mercy is equal to look in the sense that we have to acknowledge a person in order to show them mercy. And listen is equal to love. When we listen to children, we communicate that we love them. Stop and release the lie that says adults don't tell lies. Look at the Look at the situation through the eyes of your child and, and listen to parents. If life is busy and so you and so you hurry along the child in their storytelling. Though you want them to finish their storytelling, when you interrupt your children, you're telling that child that they're only tolerated and they are not seen. Then children begin to see their parents as being fake. Parenting is hard and frustrating. I know it. Even though I'm not a parent, I know it's hard and frustrating. Adults have emotional needs. Children also have emotional needs that need to be met. To break the cycle of valuing others over your children, allow them to come to you and share the concerns that they have about an adult or an, a situation in their life. It may seem silly in your eyes, but children need a space to express their feelings in healthy ways so that they don't express them in destructive ways. Whether you think your child is lying or not, pause to consider the possibility if they are, if they are not. Can you live with the guilt of not believing your child and finding out years later that the situation was true? Look, see your child's perspective. Think about the temperament of your child. Is your child introverted, extroverted? And see how see how their personality may have changed over time. A situation that happened 
that was never addressed and you didn't believe the child. When teens are bothering children and they need to be heard, they act differently. Sometimes a child may start acting out in school out of the blue. It's not out of the blue that a child needs to be heard. And you as a parent, it's your duty to find out and give that child space to be heard. Listen, is your heart saying what your child is saying to you? Maybe the truth. Dismissing a child only Dismissing a child only does more harm than good in the long run. The simple situation can have lasting damaging emotional effects and it can take years for them to overcome. It conveys the thoughts of what this podcast is basically about. And I think I would like to read this poem at the end of every podcast. And the poem says, take a moment to listen today to what your children are trying to say. Listen today, whatever you do, or they won't be there to listen to you. Listen to their problems, listen to their needs, praise their smallest triumphs, praise their smallest deeds. Tolerate their chatter, amplify their laughter. Find out what's the matter and find out what they're after. But tell them that you love them every single night. And though you scold them, be sure to hold them tight. Tell them everything's all right. Tomorrow's looking bright. Take a moment today to listen to what your children are trying to say. Listen today, whatever you do, and they will come back to listen to you. This is such a beautiful poem, and it conveys the need for parents and adults in children's lives to listen to them, make them feel valued and seen and loved in this world so we can grow better adults in the future generations. This is O'Arbos, the sensational butterfly queen, the Vinci girl, signing out for today's episode. Follow the Dear Caribbean Parents 2.0 podcast on Instagram and also on Facebook by the same name, Dear Caribbean Parents 2.0. I would see you in the next episode.